Hello and welcome to the Establish Your Circle podcast. This is the place to get inspiration for your female-led business, whether that's branding, marketing, or just generally listening to other people's experiences and just gaining an insight on what it really takes to be a woman in business. Well, it has been a little while since I've been sat in front of this microphone. I will be honest with you, I've not been 100%. Um, I've had what I would expect to be COVID, but I'm not sure whether it actually was because I did a couple of tests and they were negative. So I'm just assuming that it's probably just a really nasty bug that's going around. I always find in autumn when the, you know, when it starts to... um you know, get to October time after the schools go back, I always get poorly. And I think sometimes that is a hazard of working from home because I'm not around people all the time. I'm not around um, bugs and germs and and other people. So I don't tend to um, respond very well to bugs and things. And I think as well as business owners, we're always so, so busy. And when I say busy, you know, it's all on us, isn't it really? So I think when we are ill, we kind of, it hits us a little bit more sometimes um, because it is quite overwhelming and the stress added to that as well. I must admit it was pretty stressful not being able to do an awful lot of work um, because just the brain fog was unbelievable. But we are back and this episode is all going to be about dealing with complaints and criticism in business and not just in business, in life. I think that this is a really good life lesson for all of us that, you know, we it's inevitable. We are going to get people um, criticizing us, whether it's uh, justified or not is another matter, but... I find that in this day and age, people have an opinion and they want to tell you what that is. I do think that a lot of that stems from things like social media where, you know, we are encouraged to give our voice. You know, we've got chat shows, we've got podcasts where people come and give their opinions on things. And that does open up a little bit of a um, a sort of a learning curve when it comes to dealing with complaints and criticism and complaints are a little bit different because obviously a complaint is something where maybe somebody's bought something in it and it just hasn't met their expectations that is a little bit different from criticism but it can really hurt like it can be such a blow to you as a person and a business to face criticism and complaints um and it's just really disheartening at times but I am here to tell you that Nobody is immune to criticism and complaints, and it's something that is really common, but it can be a learning curve as well and something to be, you know, like a growing opportunity, as much as that galls me to say that, because everybody hates having like criticism and things, but it can be a really good learning opportunity. Now, I wanted to look at why people complain. Now, quite often when people complain, it's because there is a gap between the expectation of what they're getting and the reality. And that can maybe be something like, you know, a poor quality product or a really rubbish experience. You know, you've gone somewhere um, like for dinner somewhere and, it, and it's hyped up, but it's just not what you thought it was going to be. And that can lead to that expectation of, of, of what it was going to be like being crushed. 
which is, you know, it's not nice to, to feel that as a consumer and as a customer, but also poor communication. So if something hasn't been right or, you know, and you just haven't had the opportunity basically to voice your concern about it, it can be, you know, something that can really, really cause people to complain. And, you know, just to say that that is quite normal. And we're encouraged to give feedback as well. So, for example, you know, trust, trust pilot, trip advisor, uh, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. We are very social now with our consumer habits and things like that. So it's just really easy to complain. And there's lots of opportunities for those complaints as well. It can we are opening the doors basically to feedback which is a good thing because generally if you're doing your job right if you if you've got products that are fantastic you might get the odd one or two like people who are complaining but generally you know we are opening ourselves up with the knowledge that most people will be happy but sometimes there might be a little bit of criticism there which is it's hard to take sometimes now for me there is different types of complainers as well. There is the aggressive complainer. This is somebody who, you know, is really angry and they want to bring you down. They want to write all the bad reviews everywhere um, and they want to, you know, really, really air their dirty laundry, but they really want to air the fact that they're really angry about, you know, what has happened to them. And I think that that's a really horrible type of complainer, to be honest. Um, I think, you know, society at the moment and, and, you know, for the past few years has been quite polarised. So I do think this aggressive complainer is on the rise, unfortunately. Um, but we'll talk about ways to deal with those a little bit later. Um, I actually have some <laughs> experience of aggressive complainers. Um, I used to work in a shop and oh my goodness, somebody had a problem and they were threatening me. They were threatening to, you know, they knew where I lived apparently and they were threatening me and we ended up having to ring the police. And it's really difficult not to lose your cool. And um, in a situation like on the internet, they're hiding behind a computer screen so they can say what they like basically. And it's really hard not to take that, you know, personally. We've also got the passive complainer. So these are the people who kind of maybe they don't tell you up front that maybe something's been an issue, but you know that they're not happy, but they're a bit passive about it. They maybe don't they maybe don't come forward um immediately or they might just sort of sit back and I suppose just hang back a little bit and and maybe just give you a glimpse that they're unhappy, but you don't really know why. I don't like this type of complainer either, to be honest, because I mean, who who likes complainers, let's face it, but the passive complainer, I feel people need to be direct because for me, if I've got a problem with something, I'd rather tell the person and get it sorted out because, you know, businesses are pretty good at getting things sorted out for you. The passive complainer maybe thinks that they don't want to offend anybody, but actually you've left them with a bad taste in their mouth for whatever reason and they're just not going to tell you because they're passive and yeah it feels a bit weird that one 
<clears throat> and then we've got the chronic complainer. The chronic complainer are basically the ones that just have a problem with everything and are never happy. And sometimes you just cannot please that person, which is a re in reality sometimes the case. Sometimes you everything you do, you just cannot please some people. And that's okay because that's on them and that's not on you as a business owner. And then we've got the constructive complainer. And I actually really like the constructive complainer because, you know, we know things aren't going to be perfect all the time. But the constructive complainer will come and say to you, you know what? this wasn't right. I'm, I'm really not happy about this, but this is how it could be improved. And you're like, yeah, I want to know these things. And then it really helps you to grow as a business. And it really helps you to put things right, which is really, really nice. And that's, that's the best type of complainer, a constructive complainer. So how do we deal with complaints? Well, <laughs> it's really tough. I keep saying this. I've said this all the way through this episode. It is really tough. Um, putting your emotions aside is really important because as much as our businesses are our babies like that's what I always say my business is my baby um it's really tough not to take things personally but at the end of the day we can't control what other people think of us we can control how we respond and I think complaints can sometimes cut us quite deep because it is personal in, in the sense that this is our business. You know, if something goes wrong, it's on us and it can be really, really emotionally charged. So just trying to put those emotions aside and try to think a little bit more logically about things can really, really help you to, you know, just feel like you can deal with this with a clean, like a clean head, not a clean head, a clear head. <laughs> um listening and acknowledging the complaint as well so we as business owners you know the customer is always right of course that is the phrase that people use the customer is always right and I think that that is true because they've had an experience that's maybe been a little bit negative or they've just they've just not been satisfied with something and that is valid we've got to listen and acknowledge that complaint and take on board what they've said um, it's really important to do that, to, to make them feel like they're, they've been heard. And also it kind of diffuses some of that sort of situation as well, where things are a little bit stressful and like, you know, if you get all defensive about it, it kind of sets a really negative tone to things. So just to try and be as pleasant as you can, basically. And one of the huge things is to take it offline, non-public, if at all possible. So an example of this is when I used to work in corporate and I ran the social media accounts for a brand and there was some kind of stuff going on with employees and it wasn't even consumers, it was employees within the business and there was lots of chatter about some things to do with the business and, and they were taking to social media to criticise um, some choices that were being made in the business and it was getting quite, it was getting quite, what's the word, aggressive, it was getting pretty personal and the best thing that we did was to respond publicly but take it offline. So what we mean by that is we don't block anybody, we don't remove any comments or anything like that, but we say, thank you so much for this comment. If you email such and such, we will discuss this further or send us a message or 
just to take it away privately, basically, because you've acknowledged that there's an issue, but now we're going to deal with it privately. And that is the best way because it shows that you're, that you care, you've acknowledged their problem, but you're not having this sort of dialogue for people to see because there's nothing worse is that I mean sometimes it's quite funny I must admit if I see there's a complaint and people are like blah 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 you know it can be quite funny but essentially we don't want that for our businesses so we're going to take that offline we're going to take it to a non-public place whether that's a phone call or an email or a message or something like that we're going to keep it we're going to keep it civil And I love this one, respond appropriately for your brand. So for example, there's businesses out there that are so fun that they can kind of make a little joke about um, the Karens of the world. You know, um, I'm thinking like innocent drinks, you know, there's lots of funny, you know, comments to be had. However, if you're a really serious business, then that is not appropriate. So responding appropriately for your brand is really, really important. And sometimes complaints are not justified. Sometimes you might read it and think, what? That is not an issue or that that just isn't the case. But the everything that I've spoken about, like putting your emotions aside, listening and acknowledging the complaint and taking it offline and responding appropriately, they all still stand. Even if you think that this, this complaint or this criticism is wrong, still respond in a really calm manner. And then after the complaint, ask questions in your business, like where could we have done something different or what can we put in place to avoid that happening again? And following up with the person is really important as well. So for example, if they, you know, if you've responded and said, um, you know, we'll give you a refund or we'll replace that item for you or we'll, we're going to do this, you know, after it should have arrived or whatever, then follow it up with an email and say, oh, hi, I'm just checking in, you know, because at the end of the day, no one's to blame here. Like some, sometimes there is people to blame. Like sometimes you you might have done something completely wrong or something's your fault, but acknowledging it and just following up with them is is really good customer service I think and it protects yourself um from it happening again and potentially you know leaving a sour taste in in people's mouths um, and it's a really really good way of like learning from that which is really really important but how do we like how do we avoid complaints I don't think we could ever avoid them, but how could we prevent them? I think that's the word I'm looking for. Um, And one of those things is to set expectations from the get-go. So make sure that you're really upfront about delivery times, about um, what they're getting, you know, setting those expectations to make sure that they know exactly what they get. So, you know, in my design agency, I have my packages listed for branding and things like that. And then, you know, we go through, you know, we've got like um, a little document that we run through like before the project, just to let them know exactly what they're getting from this project. It's all outlined. So we set those expectations and having those legal things in place as well. So your privacy policy, terms and conditions, contracts and whatnot, having that stuff in place will protect you, but it also protects the consumer and the client as well. Asking for feedback regularly is also important, but I realized that again, that does open you up to scrutiny 
it does it naturally just it just opens you up to scrutiny and sometimes it's really uncomfortable to say you know leave us a review because you're like what are they going to leave and I've heard a lot of people say that they're scared to ask for reviews which is you know it's a bit sad really but essentially I think they are a good thing be contactable so make sure that you are you've got your contact details on your website and people can get in touch with you if they really need to and and also be direct in how you want people to contact you as well because I see a lot of businesses saying don't dm us which is fine um but they are quite clear that you know if you dm us we're probably not going to see it so email us instead so just be clear about that and learn from it and move on learn from it put the things in place that you need to put in place and yeah just learn from it and and move on to to the next thing if that makes sense um so <laughs> i do have some funny complaints obviously i can't really show you what they are because um they're just like screenshots like somebody's put on twitter like dear sainsbury's the chicken in my sandwich tastes like it was beaten to death by hulk hogan was it and sainsbury's because they are they can be a little bit cheeky i've said really sorry it wasn't up to scratch we will replace mr hogan with ultimate warrior on our production line immediately <laughs> which i think is really cute like it's a cute reply and to be honest like they've they've responded with a funny response because they've been they've been sent a funny complaint if that makes sense now i just want to touch on criticism in business criticism in life as well um criticism is a little bit different um two complaints it's it is unavoidable and and I want to say arguably it should be encouraged the reason I say that is because my business mentor Des de Braver is she's what's what's the word she's um I, I don't want to say outlandish is that the word she's fierce like she is fierce she puts stuff out there and it's controversial and it's up for criticism it can be critiqued by the world but it's unavoidable because anything we put out there it has the potential to be criticized and critiqued especially in what I do I put out um you know logo designs all the time branding projects that I've worked on and yeah occasionally I've had people say oh I don't like that or you know, I would have done that differently or whatever it is, or maybe secretly inside, they're just not telling me that they don't like it. It's kind of irrelevant because they're not the client, but it happens and that's okay. And sometimes it's unjust and sometimes it feels horrific. You're like, what have I done wrong? And it it can be so hard to take. I just think criticism, the fear of criticism is huge. The amount of my clients that say to me, I do not know how you can do a podcast, how you can do Instagram stories and talk to people um, on the internet. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it was tough at first because I was scared of that criticism. And you know what? I still get it now. I'm not immune to it. I don't, I don't, not fear it anymore I do fear it sometimes it's really tough actually when I when I really think about it it is tough to open yourself up to criticism because we're gonna get it how do we avoid criticism you can't you cannot you cannot avoid it but what I would say is 
if you can get past the ick factor, if you can get past the fact that you know that Jenny down the street, sorry, whoever's called Jenny, Jenny down the street is going to be looking at your Facebook and saying, oh my God, look at her. Look at what she's writing on the internet. How dare she? If you can get past that, I can guarantee that it will get easier. And maybe you won't get past it. Maybe you will still panic when you have to do something on the internet, write about some work you've done, write about a new product, put a new service out there. There are going to be people that say to, you know, that say to themselves, ugh, like, ugh, look at her, ugh, you know, it's so common. I remember as a kid, and I'm going to get deep now. I remember as a kid, like the, like criticism and I didn't want people to look at me as a kid. Um, I went through a really tough time when I was in my teens and my sister had passed away. It was in the news. I mean, goodness me, it was tough for my family. It was in the news where, excuse me, where she had passed away and everything, really tragic circumstances. And all my friends were talking about it and people at school knew about it. And it was really, really tough. I didn't want anybody to talk about it to me. I didn't want any sympathy. I just wanted to get on with my life and not have anybody know about me and my family, if that makes sense. And and that's that's something that has stuck with me. So when, you know, I put some things out there, you know, when I first started my business nine years ago, I'd be like, God, what are them people going to think of me? And you know what? We we can't please everybody. Not everyone likes us. And oh my gosh, it is so uncomfortable to think that people hate me. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable to think that. But we are human. We have feelings. And that's okay. The people that like us and the people that you know, are listening to this podcast because you want to know, you want to improve your business and you want to know about branding. You're listening to this because something I've said or something that I do has brought you here to listen to this. Think about those people. I think about you, the listeners and the people that support me in my business. I think about you when I'm putting things out there that potentially could be criticized. And that's what I want you to take away is that when you're putting stuff out there, the people that don't matter, they are irrelevant to you right now. They are not paying your bills. They are not the people that are going to buy from you anyway. So just ignore them. Focus on the people who you want to reach, you you know will be responsive to the things that you're selling, that you're doing in your business. And you know what? We don't have to go all in with things like social media and videos and podcasts and stuff like that you can take a break if if it gets too much and you think you know what I, I actually feel like I need a break from social media or whatever market in my business take a break from it never ever feel like you have to do things because you know Rebecca's told me I need to publicize this event or do this in my business it is completely your choice lots of people have successful businesses without putting themselves out there but those people are few and far between. And I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in front of the camera, in front of, you know, the, the microphone, doing this podcast, you know, whatever it is, we've got to feel, you know, we've got to get used to feeling uncomfortable, basically. Now, obviously, it can be really extreme. Like, you can get trolls. I've had trolls. <laughs> and I'm like this, you know, this small business in, in the UK, like I've had trolls 
and I've had to deal with that. And you can seek legal advice. It's not like you have to suffer in silence if somebody criticizes you to the point where it is personal. You know, you don't have to suffer in silence. There are people that you can turn to, you know, even just confiding in friends and things like that. You know, I've done that in the past. Um, and it's it's really important to just remember that, you know, again, we cannot please everybody. There's going to be people out there that hate us. Oh, look at her on the internet. Oh, you know, it's it's icky. But if you can get past that and slowly and surely you're putting things out there, products, services, whatever it is that you do in your business, it will get easier. I am here to tell you that it does get easier once you can get past that. You know, I've gone through a lot of therapy, guys, a lot of therapy. Um, and that does help, you know, working on yourself as well in not just in your business, but working on yourself as well, like making sure that you're eating right and you, you're exercising and you're looking after yourself because that will really help you with your self-esteem when you're putting things out there. When you're potentially facing criticism, there's nothing better than feeling strong, feeling mentally and, you know, physically strong as well. It's, it just fills you with a little bit of sort of, well, you know what, I can do this. And I think that's really important as well. Like I understand that there's people out there with you know, chronic illnesses and they cannot exercise and things like that. But even just like doing something for yourself, like that self-care is really, really important. And, you know, getting help as well. You know, I'm an emotional freedom technique practitioner and I know so many of us that, you know, practice these therapies because it helps people with things like getting confident and, crushing these issues that we've got around self-belief and not wanting to be criticized and all that stuff it's really important if you can if you've got the ability to do that um you know having something like hypnotherapy or you know tapping or whatever it is there's lots of things that you can do to help yourself feel more comfortable in front of the camera when you're putting social media posts out there and things like that so that is, that's the, this is it. This is the episode. I, I honestly, um, my throat is so sore. I don't know if you can tell during this podcast, I've just <clears throat> croaked and croaked. So I'm going to leave it there, but let me know what you think of criticism, complaints and things like that. How do you deal with it? Do you feel as though you do hide a little bit because, you know, you just cannot face people's criticisms. I'd really like to know. And know what you feel would help you. And if there's any advice that I can give, I'm always happy to give it. So take care, everybody. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll catch up with you very soon.